Well, I guess we're not doing Carcel and Secrets, so... No. You can start whenever you want. Yeah, Doug. Do you want to say welcome again? Yeah. Welcome. What's happening? Oh, that's right. Because so many know. people are on the show today, I thought we'd introduce everybody again. Well, we do, but why are you? You're the one that always says it. Why are you being Welcome weird? to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with... Doug Sprinthal. Hackmaster. Ralph W. Basham. M.D. Are you truly done? <laughs> done. <laughs> Hurry up. Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt-Bernard. Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen. And who's on the phone? Uh, we got Quentin Aaron on the phone, I believe. But Kristen and Tim are with us as well. And also yeah. Kristen and Tim. A lot of people. Excellent. A lot of Glad people in the studio, it. yeah. Well, good, because everybody's, I'm yeah. sure, got questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, no question about that. Quentin, how are you? I don't think I'm good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. How oh, about okay. you? You hear me okay? Yeah, perfect. That's not a very good signal. No, it's not. Yeah, so we're going to have to, we're going to have to just. We're gonna have to figure it out later for later or something because that, Wait. yeah, it's not gonna work. Mm. I can hear, I can hear you guys perfectly. Yeah, can we can. Yeah, we can't hear you very. Well. You're kind of breaking up. It's there's a bad signal, unfortunately. Uh, you want to try to get through some of it though, uh, Quentin? If you, you you know, we could just shut up and you could tell us about what's going on because <laughs> I don't want to interrupt you. We're talking about a sequel to 2014's Wedding Pack, out on various platforms, Quentin. Oh my God, Quentin! You got music, you got movies, you got a lot of stuff going on. Why don't you just tell us what's going on with Quentin Aaron? Love to hear it. Damn, dude, just forget okay, it. Okay, I don't think work. this signal's working. It's just not going to work. Sorry, Quentin. Sorry, Quentin. I think we're going to have to start this thing all over. <laughs> I think so. Maybe he could try back. Well, we didn't even do the ads. No, so. We tried. We literally tried three, four times to get him. Oh. It just didn't. Yeah, work. he uh, he's Weird. called in like six times now, and he got disconnected. Everyone, but that Every one. Every time, yeah. No. So anyway, yeah. We'll, why don't we take a break and be right back with uh, Kristen and Timmy Lammers, and we'll try to get Quentin uh, rebook some other time. That'd okay. Great. All right. Thanks. You wanna Sure, we oh, can you do, are a do a live one. Ladies well. and gentlemen, Doug Sprinthal, Walzer out of MotorGroupWalzer.com. Talked about this at the beginning of the show, and we still are looking for experienced auto body technicians uh, for our body shops. Walzer Collision and Glass has five body shops in the Twin City uh, Greater Mosquito Control District. Darren has putting his money where his, his mouth is, and we're paying a $10,000 sign-in bonus for experienced auto body techs. Email me directly at Doug at Walzer.com for more details. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have 
And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding plan. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. Clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. Dougie's here, Ralph's here, Catherine, Andy, Alex, we got Kristen Burt, we got Timmy Lammers. We're going to try to rebook uh, Quentin Aaron some other time because the signal was just, you, you couldn't even understand him. Yeah. Yes. This is Quentin Aaron, the actor in The Blind Side, correct? Correct, yeah. yep, same guy. Yeah, he's Michael Orr in that. He's in a lot of work since then. Yeah, a he has. No, I love yeah. that movie. <clears throat> Q&A, huh? What do you think of that? you think his middle name is A or and? Because it'd be Q oh, and A yeah, then. Definitely, his middle name is A. Sure. Ampersand. 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 There you go. Quentin Ampersand Aaron. But yeah, we're going to try to get a book some other time. But uh, the line just wasn't wasn't uh, helping us out. Okay, so where were we? You're, you were talking about a couple of things. Oh, one thing I wanted to ask you both, and we don't spend a lot of time on it, but uh, Catherine and I, Ralph, I think it was because of you guys yep. that Catherine came to us and said, uh, you got to watch Bosch. So Catherine and I watched the six, what is six, seven seasons of Bosch? Is that what there were? Uh, yeah, lots. There mm-hmm. were a lot of them. But I will tell you something. This, uh, what is it? Legacy Bosch? Yes. Bosch Legacy? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. It's better than Bosch. Well, I loved Bosch. I thought it was terrific. Thought it was a great show. But I'm telling you, this new one's even better. Have you watched it, Ralph? No, I have. Well, Lindsay watched, is, is watching it. So I is it a prequel, it. or what is it? No, he's no. moved on to become a private detective. No. Now. He was a cop. Yeah. Now he's a private detective. Yeah, he quits the force in the last uh, show of the yeah. original series. But you, they always have this underlying tension with his daughter that his daughter's going to get raped or killed or yeah. kidnapped. or something. And I, That just was too stressful for Well, him. she's a cop now. That's, oh, why, she is? that's oh. why I think it's better. Seriously, because oh. it doesn't do that anymore. So she can take care of herself. Yes, oh, she's okay. a cop now. So I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I think, Catherine, don't you agree it's terrific? Yes. And I I think the reason why you didn't like the original one is because there was too much um, management involved with everything. Yeah, it might have had something to do with it. There were always management people sticking their nose in when they don't belong. a problem with authority, Tom. A little bit, a little bit. Oh, do you think I might have a problem with authority? Do you think the people do, who manage but, me do? You know, you're someone who's better off being your own boss. And you know why I see that? Because I'm very similar. I get it. Oh, you do? Yeah, so you're similar? You have similar I feelings? I am, too. I, I am, too. After a while, you're See? just better off working for yourself. Mm-hmm. And making your own money and controlling your money. And it, there's a lot of good things to that. Well, it is, I will it say, is. I'll say what money. But anyway. <laughs> you know, my favorite part of management my whole life has been, and it's been my whole life, not just in radio. It's been in everything. It's like, okay, why don't we ask Tom for his opinion? Then I give my opinion, and they'll do the exact opposite of what I told them. And then if it fails, it's still my fault. That's the part of management I just hate so much, I can't even tell you. Have you done the thing where you have the great idea and somebody else takes it and calls it their own? Oh, that's happened once or twice as well. 
<laughs> no doubt about it. But, yeah, I hate the fact they ask you, well, what do you think we should do? You tell them and they do the exact opposite. Well, why are you even asking me? Because your opinion didn't matter in the first place. Exactly. That's exactly right. Tom, everybody's voice needs to be heard. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Everybody needs to be inside the circle. Yes, we you do. Know. So once you back off, Tom, that's all we have to say. There's no question about it. So in any case, that's all I wanted to say is Bosch Legacy is a damn good TV show. And I will tell you something. I, I know it sounds nasty, and I don't mean for it to sound nasty, but it's been 51 years of me taking crap from these people. <laughs> the TV stations, not all of them, half of them. Channel 11.9, actually. And the newspapers have been beating me in the face for years now. I love watching them go out of business. It's just wonderful to watch. Kiss my sister's black cat's ass. So is Bosch better than Murderville? <laughs> I haven't seen Murderville yet. You haven't watched that? Is that good? So funny. Murderville? Yeah, it's Who's Will Arnett. It? Oh, I do. I mean, Will Arnett. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Bill. Yeah, it's Will. I, he's good. Yeah, I agree. No, it's really. What? I, I was going to say, I think the problem is there's just so damn much good TV or streaming yep, yep. that it's just hard to find time to catch up. Now, I've never seen Bosch. However, I did catch Midnight Mass, which I loved. Uh-huh. Mike Flanagan's a terrific filmmaker. It was good. Uh, yeah, and um, I went back my daughter kind of forced me she said okay we're watching the house on haunted hill which he did a couple series before midnight mass and my god what a terrific show that is that's on netflix um kate siegel i think you talked with her tom yeah she's terrific she's great yeah an actress yeah so it what a great show and really it's not like i don't want to see these shows it's just really finding in this case, the 10 hours yeah. to see it. Yep. All right. right. We are going to give Quentin one more try. I think he fixed his uh, his uh, issue here. Good. Yes. Quentin, how are you? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's in the line does sound. It's still a little broken up, but it sounds a lot better, Quentin. So it I, does. What, what I wanted to do is just basically hand it over to you to talk about all the things going on in your life. Somebody, what, t- Timmy, did you did you ask did you have a question about uh, uh, Quentin? Where uh, the, well, you know, I just pointed it out that you were in the blind side. Yes, yes, yeah. And you have been quite busy after that. Terrific, man! Congratulations. I appreciate you. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah, no question about it. So, what, uh, sequel to 2014's The Wedding Packed out on various platforms. Uh, Quentin, you're also doing some music. You've got a lot of things going. And like I said before, let, why don't we, uh, I just want to hand it over to you, Quentin. Quentin Aaron is with us, ladies and gentlemen. I want to hear all about what you got going today, Quentin. Okay, I don't oh, wow. think this is going to work. That's why I wanted to not do the first one. Yeah. But anyway. I don't want to follow my lead. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, yeah, he's a very nice guy. Quentin Aaron is a really nice guy, but he just, the phone line's just not working. I'm going to tell Art that he has to 
be on a landline or something. Yeah, if you can get on a landline, I'd love to have him on another day because he's a he, he seems like a, I don't know him, but he seems like a very nice man. And not only was it bad, but it was like a I was counting it was a five second delay. It was a five second delay. <laughs> it's like taking a call from my brother where who's in the military in Germany, and you'd have to say over. Those oh. back when there were overseas lines <laughs> and over. And then you wait 10 seconds, and then he would talk, and yeah, weird. Uh, it's too bad, though, because like I said, I really enjoyed it. And I'm glad you brought up uh, Blindside, because he was terrific, and he, he was a huge part of that movie. Oh, God, yeah. And that was the Best Picture nominee way back in the day, earned Sandra Bullock. Her, uh, I guess she's been nominated twice, Yeah. but that was her first nomination and win. Wasn't that a sympathy nomination, though, because her boyfriend or her husband dumped her? That no, was that happened after. after. Oh, it was after. Okay. <laughs> That's real nice. Yeah. Doug. And I don't think they would Whoa. hand out a nomination because she was dumped by he a boy. cheated on her with a woman named Bombshell McGee. <laughs> no, you're making that up. Bombshell McGee? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, her sister is Tits McGee, isn't it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <I'm pretty laughs> oh, Way to go, Doug. <laughs> what? I didn't bring it up. Christian did. I had no idea. Look at the path you led us astray, Doug. Yeah, way to go, Doug. Oh, my Do I hear misogynism? No, I mean, it was incredibly sad. And they were in the middle of adopting a, a, an infant. <laughs> Yes. This is a horrible story. And what's it's worse so is we're all laughing about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. It was one it's of those parody. deals where she won and everything was great and he was crying, fake crying apparently in the audience. And oh, then God. maybe a day or two later, boom. I mean, then, then the news hit that he was having the affair. And, yeah, I'm going to wake up at stuff. 11 o'clock at yeah, night I'm and just start her, giggling uh, about Bombshell McGee. Uh, yes, I can you just are. Tell. Bombshell McGee. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, you're welcome. Anyway, let's get back to the McGee family. <laughs> no, anyway, what, wow. were you, what were we talking about? I forgot. We were talking about Sandra Bullock. Blindside. Blindside. Yeah, well, I mean, Kristen, you, you, I don't know. I'm guessing it was a day or two. It wasn't long after the Oscars, though. I think it was like two weeks at most. But um, so she had like a couple weeks maybe to bask in the glow of her win, and then it was completely destroyed. Yeah. Why? Why, why, whatever. I don't understand people at all. I just don't, you got it made. She's a beautiful woman. She's talented. She, we, we had her on the KQ morning show. She's very, very pleasant. You know, I understand she's still an actor when she's guesting on a show and all that, but I, so what, what was the problem here? He wasn't the big enough shot in his own mind. He had to move on as she, he couldn't stand the fact that she was a bigger star than he. I think that was it. It's I do too. I, why? And where is he now? And where is he yeah. now, right? There he lives go. in Texas. I believe he still has his he, – he did modifying of vehicles and that, that type of thing, customizing of vehicles, I should say. Um, and then he was married to Paul Mitchell's daughter, you know, the hair care guru. Oh, um, yeah, sure. Um, That's big his, money. And his daughter was an NHRA racer. Oh, I'm not making this up. And so that's how they met, obviously, because they're interesting cars. But I believe he cheated on her. They got married, and then he cheated on her. And I believe he was with um, Kat Von D as well, and she did on her. I mean, he's <laughs> he's one of those well, kind of guys. Though. I thought I heard Mike Evans on KQ say that he was dating a porn star now. Um, that is probably accurate because that was always his type. And he, his second wife was a porn star, and he had a child with her. 
and he had gained custody and Sandra Bullock was basically the day-to-day mom for this young girl at the time. Oh, God. You know, it really, honestly, it was a really sad story because it was, it devastated people on many different levels, you know, kids and adults and an Oscar win. It's a mess. Does anybody know of any long-term marriages when one is a porn star? No, probably not. Does that usually work out? Uh, well, there's Porno Gill <laughs> from the one of the first season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, there's yeah. a dinner party, <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Uh, Better Call Gil. Saul. What's the actor's um, name? God, you guys know this. He was just in who a movie. Play, no, nobody. Better Call Saul. Oh, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, Bob he, Odenkirk, he yeah. plays uh, Porno Gill, a retired retired <laughs> porn actor. <laughs> It's a really, really funny episode. Oh you no know, he, and he he comes from comedy. That's the funny thing. Uh, there there was a show, uh, a sketch show, which was brilliant, by the way. It was Ben Stiller, the Ben Stiller show in the 1990s, and it was on Fox for a couple of years. But it was Bob Odenkirk, uh, Janine Garofalo, oh, yeah. and Andy Dick. And Ben Stiller, and they did a lot of parodies of movie trailers and different things like that, and was really terrific at it. And and so that was weird to me all of a sudden to see him, you know, play more serious roles. But then then you get him and Nobody, one of the best films of last year. I agree. It was a really good movie. It was a a very good movie. That he was. Didn't he also work with that that prick with the glasses, the bald guy that has the glasses? What he's a very unpleasant man. Woody Allen. Yes, yeah, no. There's three men in this room with glasses on. Watch it. That's true. I better watch it. What, what was that guy's name again? David Chase or something like that? Not David Chase, but David. What the hell is his name? He did a he did a show with Bob Odenkirk. I thought just the two of them did like a sketch comedy show or something. Not David Mamet. Not David Mamet. I can't remember his name. He's just a dink, though. Well, what whatever became of and Kristen? Maybe you know a lot more about this. I. Whatever became of the big interview that, that Alec Baldwin did with Woody Allen. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. That kind of came and went, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was a, a no-lose situation, I think, for both of them because they're both in the doghouse. So... And, and, and softball questions. We know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, for both of them, they obviously have so much controversy surrounding them that there, Woody Allen knows that he's not going to be asked anything that he doesn't want to discuss. And same with Alec, even though Alec was conducting the interview. But I think it just didn't get, because there was no juice behind the interview, it didn't really play in, for any of the outlets to really pick up any quotes on it. Yeah. And, and again, this goes back to the point, like the Kim Kardashians of the world. Somebody like Alec Baldwin being in the absolute worst position of his life Mm -hmm. just for the life of him cannot stand uh, not getting any attention. Right. He just is going out of his way, even after he shoots and kills someone, allegedly, uh, on the set of this this film, he he just needs attention. And he Mm -hmm. just... He, he won't stop until he gets it. And, and I'm glad that I, I, hopefully everybody saw through it, like Christian was saying, softball questions. Everybody knew it was BS, and maybe that's why it didn't get the attention. And Alex's wife is, is the same, Hilaria or Ilaria, because she pretends she's Spanish. Oh, that's she's right. Well, that she Forgot pretends about that. to be Spanish. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, again, attention. 
if you think about that, if your spouse like created this whole fake scenario and you were married to them, wouldn't you be like, whoa, that is crazy. Um, I mean, he just was like, whatever, she's Spanish. She's Spanish what? In her mind? In her character monologue? <laughs> I don't know. Breakfast <laughs> I mean, I would be a little taken aback if my husband all of a sudden had, you know, told me this whole story throughout our courtship and marriage and it didn't turn out to be true. Dan, you're not Norwegian? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Half your identity. All that all works out in the end. Um yeah, I, this whole Alec Baldwin thing. Now, Danny Baldwin and I used to talk all the time and a uh, really decent guy. I thought he was a pretty decent – why doesn't he ever act? That, is he hard to work with or something? Or I, I, And I'm not saying he's at the same level an actor as that, his brother is, but he's a much nicer guy. I will tell you that. All of their careers were hot at one time. Yeah, that's true. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Danny and Steven and Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy was really hot for a while. Yep. Yeah, and now poof. I mean, they're all in the ether somewhere. Of course, Alec is trying his damnedest to get back in. But other than that, I mean, those guys, I don't know. I guess Billy Baldwin's maybe, not Billy, uh, which Steven. Is that the youngest one? Whoever the youngest one is. I think it is Steven. And he's a born-again Christian and sometimes makes inflammatory statements. And then he's also famous for his daughter marrying Justin Bieber. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's that's the one that's Haley. Okay. Got it. It's absolutely true. But I I don't know. Like I said, it just, it's one of my favorite things that Danny used to talk about when we talked on the podcast. And matter of fact, we should reach out to him, get him on it. He has been on, hadn't been on a while, but said, I said, so what was it like growing up with all your brothers? And he goes, the biggest pain in the ass in the family was Adam. And I said, why? Why was he a... Why was he such a pain in the ass? He goes, well, every day he'd go out and get his ass kicked by some guy in the neighborhood, and I'd have to go down the block, and the guy was kicking Adam's ass, and then I had to beat the guy up, and it just got really old beating guys up so they wouldn't beat up my brother. <laughs> How many Which of it, them are there? Uh, four. Okay. It's Adam Baldwin, Stephen Baldwin, Danny Baldwin, and, and Billy Baldwin. And Adam's the only one that doesn't act? No, he's the one that does act. Adam Baldwin? Isn't that his name? I've never heard of Adam Baldwin in my life. Alec Baldwin. Oh, he's been Alec. on that. Alec Baldwin. Oh, Alec. I, like, I said Adam, Adam, sorry. Adam Baldwin. That's how much I that's don't an, like him. That's a new one. That no, I Alec Baldwin. No, no, of. Adam is a different Baldwin. Yeah, his name is Adam Baldwin, but he that actor is quite busy. Yeah, this different Alec Baldwin is the one I met. The Danny say that Alec used to get his ass kicked constantly, so he'd have to break up the fight and then beat up the other guy, and he got sick of doing it. It's very similar to Andy in my relationship. Yes, absolutely, no question <laughs> about it. to beat people up for Andy. No question about it. So what else is going on? Everything else good? Are you me? <laughs> well, one other thing I wanted to point out that, that, that Craig pointed out to me about the Emmys. He says NBC and CBS to be shut out. Well, that you know, there are so many nominations that no no one network is going to be completely shut out. But it is kind of funny that NBC they they bicycle the the rotation of who airs what every year, and this year it's NBC's turn again. Uh, not one major nomination for NBC in the Emmys, with the exception of the Best Boy. Variety and uh, it's like like your late night. With Jimmy Fallon sort of deals are nominated for that. Oh, no, it's not even Jimmy Fallon. It's um, Seth Meyers. Yep, and The Voice got nominated for Best Reality Competition Show. And, and Saturday Night Live. But apart from that, none of the acting categories, none of the drama, none of the comedy. How embarrassing is it that you're hosting the Emmys and not one of your your primetime shows 
well, and, well, and the exception of the voice. Here in Los Angeles, they get a lot of snark when NBC airs the Emmys because they always forced it to a Monday night. Right. Emmys mm. normally on a Sunday night, but because they have baseball, they don't want to, you know, squander their baseball night. So they move it to a Monday and everyone in town, it's just really inconvenient to, you know, in the middle of your work day, go, oh, I got to go and do hair and makeup so I can go to a red carpet. <laughs> right. Which, the whole town shuts down and heads downtown for the Emmys and nobody likes what, it. It says, I think it says something about the awards shows is if they're be, they're still being aired on network tv rather than drawing an audience to cable or to streaming they're dead too but they absolutely are and amazon has just started to pick up some award shows they did one of the country music awards and they did a smart thing you could watch the whole show if you wanted to you know with it it's three hour time period or you could go back later and say oh i just want to watch garth brooks perform and they just had that segmented out so you could go and watch garth brooks performance that is smart and i think like being able to do that or just saying like here are all the musical performances you don't have to watch the awards or i just want to watch the award of like taylor swift winning you can do that on amazon prime and i think that that's going to be the wave of the future with award shows that makes sense yeah, because well, nobody cares about it enough to watch. It'll be interesting to see where the Oscars go this year. I mean, yes, they went up five million from last year, from wow. ten to fifteen, but that was probably because of. Do I have to bring it up again? The it was slap, totally because of the <laughs> slap. Slap <laughs> around the world. Yeah, but they, again, now this year, if they take another dive, I mean, that's got to be the death knell, right? That's got to be it. I would think so. You know, I got to be honest with you. I used to watch the Oscars every year. And then I met this redheaded woman who said, I'm not watching that. So I never watched it again. <laughs> Interesting. Same, same thing happened. To, opposite happened to me. I never watched the Oscars. And then I met this, this brunette. And she said, we're going to watch the Oscars. Of course, you do whatever mom says. So, uh, That's yeah, what I watched, I did. so I watched the Oscars. And I go, ugh. Most <laughs> award shows are just with, painful with to Chris, me. With Kristen and I, it's not about watching the Oscars; it's about suffering with the Oscars. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. What I've been told by talent that it's a job; it's 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 an effort to go to those and to be do okay. be there. I mean, okay. it's, and it's, it's tougher for the to women it than it is for the men. Oh, because absolutely. We have hair and the makeup and the heels and the gown, and the guys are like, "I'll just throw on a tux and I'll be there in five. Right, yeah. and the dieting and as the... with everything. It's yes. harder for women. I know. It's oh, hard. here we go. I mean, are yeah. you really going to try and argue? <laughs> things are harder for women. That? Yeah, to get out they of that. Yeah, they are. It's everything. Uh, Joe yeah. wants to ask Kristen about the docu series Missing. Have you watched it? Ooh, I haven't. I just watched a really crazy one with um, um, my goodness. The girl in the picture, which is like, if you guys like true crime, this is the most, I'm trying not to say a four-letter word, messed up um, true crime story I've ever seen. And it's on Netflix right now. Ugh. And the I don't even know if I should picture. tell everyone what it's about. But it's a, it's about a woman who gets hit with a, um, a hit and run and in 1990. And they try and solve the crime. And it winds up taking them all the way back to the 60s and 70s. And finding out like where this woman came from and her life and how awful it was and how adults around her all failed her um, and where she wound up. And it was so compelling. And just when you think you're like, okay, they're going to wrap up the story, there was another twist. And you're like, what? And what is this but, called, Kristen? True. What is it called it's again? It's called Girl in the Picture. Girl okay. in the Picture. It's on Netflix. Okay. Well, I just I watched The Woman in the Window on Netflix and it was horrible. It wasn't horrible. It was horrible. They changed too much. 
from well, the book. Well, I see that she The Missing the is actually streaming on Hulu, which, apart from those Kardashians, <laughs> you do have a, a, a streaming series really kicking ass with The Old Man, with The Dropout, with Dope Sick. I mean, they really have it all going over there. Yeah, we've been watching all of them, actually, to tell you the truth. I haven't watched any of it. Yeah, we have watched them all. They're, they're, it, it's terrific television. Sorry, but it just is. It's a lot better. Ever since This Is Us ended, I haven't watched any TV. It's now over. I haven't watched any television since then. But well, Adam Adam Barley was in, in This yeah, Is Us, wasn't he? was, he? yeah. And now he's in uh, uh, Night, Night Sky. Sky. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like yeah. him a lot. It's Good guy. basic. Yeah. We had to get him on the show again, too. He used to come in the studio and do the show once in a while. Yeah, whatever happened to him? We'll have to crack <laughs> him down. I've been a pandemic happened. Yeah, right. a pandemic happened, exactly. What, Alex? I've been reading like an well, intellectual. Well, that's interesting about, did, was this is, that's, were they, did they qualify for the Emmys? Because they're not in, they didn't get any nominations. Who? This Is Us. This is us. It, oh, they it didn't? It just finished up, didn't it? Yes, they yeah, should the have scene. been, um, it would have been qualified for their final season. I bet shocking. Snub, yeah, complete snub. And wow. I think for Mandy Weird. Moore, too, a lot of people felt that this was her best work in the final season, too. Yeah. And I think that this is up snub is probably it's probably shocking to NBC as well. Why? Oh, Why yeah. And, and especially since they're airing them again. What a what an embarrassment. Yeah. I mean, Yellowstone was uh, snubbed. Selena Gomez, who's fabulous, Murders in the Building, she was snubbed. There's a lot of them. But this year was probably the most competitive year for the primetime Emmys. And I know we say that every year, but because of the backlog of content because, and during the pandemic, everything sort of rolled out over the last television season. And there was a lot of great performances to choose from. Mm. Yeah, it's a changing landscape. I mean, with streaming, uh, you know, it just really blows the whole field wide open, doesn't it? It, it really does. And I, it's, it's really interesting just to see how quickly that landscape shifted. If you look at Emmys five years ago, it was modern family dominating, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Loved it. And that doesn't exist anymore. And, you know, everything is, especially that comedy category where modern family, you knew that all the cast was going to get nominated, the show was going to get nominated. And now you're looking at totally different things like hacks, you know, being um, in the mix and Ted Lasso. And and those are all streaming series. Does that well, show the great part about it is, too, it used to take a long time for a show to break in because it was so dominated by your modern families or your Sopranos or your Game of Thrones or whatever. Just the perennial nominees year after year after year. It, it was almost tiring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the new shows couldn't break in, and now it's they're getting in a lot quicker, which is great. Yeah, you think about that. And CBS had a whole block with How I Met Your Mother, all those comedies. Once those went off the air, again, it was free and clear. Once the networks kind of, like, lost their stronghold on certain categories. I loved that show. That was a great show. How I Met Your Mother. Oh, How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Father is terrible. That show was horrendous. I saw about 15 minutes of the first episode. It was horrible. Really, really bad. But How I Met Your Mother was amazing. Yeah. They tried to do the sequel with uh, Boys in the Hall. Oh, that's Kids in the Hall? Kids in the Hall. Yeah, yeah. Kids in the Hall? Boys in the Hall. Yeah, kids in the hall. That, Boys that was actually pretty hall. funny. Well, okay, go ahead. I, I didn't see the I didn't see the the attempted reboot though. Oh, that you about oh we got through about ten minutes of it. That was it. Oh, it's oh, painful. <laughs> oh, forced. Woo. All those guys old. Uh, not good. They crush your head. 
No, I didn't even get didn't that far that? to crush their head. No, I didn't get to crush your head. So you heard the, heard the intro music, but that's it. There's apparently a um, docu-series, I think it's on Netflix, about fundamentalist Mormons. Ooh. Yes, they that, sweet. Yes, yes. Sweet. that people are just losing their minds What's over. What's it called? Is it Keep Sweet? It's like a... Yeah. Keep just Brain Obey. What? Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Keep sweet, pray, and obey, and it's about uh, Warren Jeffs. Warren Jeffs. Oh. And, and it is very Mormons. difficult to watch. And, yeah. and it gives you an idea of like how um, the fundamentalists broke off into the different families and factions, and and so extremely sad, and how they manipulated the system. Um, yeah. It, but it is so compelling in a really horrific way. Yeah, yeah, and if so, if you want a, a different a, a narrative version of, not about Warren Jeffs, but there's also a great show on, uh, I guess it's Hulu, another one. There you go, uh, Under the Banner of Heaven, with Andrew Garfield and Gil Birmingham and Daisy Edgar Jones, who's going to be the big star this week with, where the Crawdads sing. She's in it. <gasps> She's terrific. Another so great show that. about a true crime again, uh, a murder where a young Mormon mother and her daughter were slain. And let's just say the fundamentalists have something to do with this, maybe. So, yeah, Ooh. yeah. it's I'm great that they're exposing that weirdness. Well, I mean, I think all, the Mormons, by and large, are probably pissed off because, they, again, this is about the fundamentalists. And yeah, in boy, the, I guess, it whacks. Yeah, in the show, regular Mormon people are like, no. We do not like them either. No, thank you. I wish they were called something else other than Mormons because no, <laughs> no. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, one's called LDS. The other one's called FLDS, as in Fundamentalist, fundamentalist Latter-day yeah. Saints or yeah. Church of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, we had people over this weekend and one of them was like, have you watched the FLDS? And I was like, what's an FLDS? She was like, Fundamentalist Latter-day Saints or whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they had an acronym. They do indeed. Everybody does. Well, thank God um, they didn't call themselves the FDS. Yeah, exactly. Um, a deodorant spray? Yeah, the deodorant spray. Feminine <laughs> hygiene deodorant spray, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, you to go. me, FDS is Famicom Disk System. Oh, That's so to me, FDS I was at nothing. a grocery store, and I saw some lady pick it up, FDS, yeah. and I'm like, I said out loud, FDS is still a thing. Oh, <laughs> I look God. up and there's this guy standing next to me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I've turned into one of those crazy people. Yeah, well, that's where <laughs> FDS I am now. FDS is it's still, still here. Yeah. You, know, you just made me think of something, and I'd like to know why it is it. And I'm not a very religious person. You know, I'm, I'm not saying there is or is not a God. I, I don't know. I hope there is. That'd be great. That'd be wonderful. But why is it that, that particularly you people out there in L.A., Kristen Burt, <laughs> Why what do they do go do? after Christianity so hard and these other nut job religions they're members of? I, it makes no sense to me. Well, Christianity is kind of a huge banner. Like, you could consider Mormons Christian. Well, they are. Yeah. Are they? yeah I oh, mean, looking is. at a show like Under the Banner of Heaven yeah. or that Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey, you know, it, it is pretty amazing that Hollywood has steered pretty clear yeah, of the have. Mormons till now yep. because it, it is really, again, separate the regular Mormons from the fundamentalists. But mm-hmm. boy, there's been a few reality shows like Sister Wives and hmm. Finding, what is, there's another one about finding a second sister wife or whatever. But um, they, they've sort of um, taken a look at the reality side of it. But there hasn't been too many 
scripted series. What was the one that they did on Showtime years ago? God, I don't remember big, that at all. Was that Big Love? Big Love. Was oh, big, it Big Love? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one with Bill Paxton, yeah. yeah. Bill Paxton, yeah. And that was actually well done. And it kind of gave, I mean, probably a romanticized look at um, FLDS. But I think that, um, you know, I think that these documentaries really kind of open your eyes to, like, how abusive a lot of them are, especially towards the young girls and women. Yeah. It's incredibly yeah. tragic for yep. many of them. Well, an acquaintance of mine is is uh, is, a, is a is a descendant of a turned out boy uh, in the during the during uh, the eighteen hundreds. He was turned out from one of the big uh, communes and had to find his way through hostile territory, oh, Native American hostile territory, to California. And it was his great 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 grandfather who uh, yeah it was this it was this kid that was turned out. So they turned and the boys turned eighteen. You're out of here. Really, they keep all keep all the girls around, young girls, everything yeah, like that. They stick around, and the young boys are turned out. Really? Oh yeah, that's what. Go find your go find your own group. Yeah, Ariel was and, watching, and, and they point they that out in this Netflix documentary about these boys that are shunned. Basically, they have to go find their own way. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, they're the ones saving their sisters who try to escape. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, hey, I got to run. All but, right, Denny. Um, Great to talk with you again, Kristen and and Ralph. Honestly, I like your 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 hacked voice. It sounds more radio like. Well, sounds more hackmaster. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll continue. I'll continue the unfilled Chesterfields. I like it. Works for me. All right. Well, I, I'll talk with everybody next week, and Tommy will talk uh, on Thursday. Sounds good, Timmy. Thanks a lot. All right. Yeah. Have a good day, Kristen. You still okay for about uh, another 10, 12 minutes? I also have to run. I have to. That's what I, have, I thought. Like, a bunch of articles on my plate, so. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. We'll we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Yes, I will definitely be here. Thanks a lot. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back because I, I do after the break want to ask you guys again, and I'm again I'm not religious, so it's not a personal thing at all. I just don't understand how the people in Washington and all these other places now, especially the woke folk, they go after Christianity like there's no tomorrow. What's the difference? I'll explain it to you after the break. Please yeah, do. Explain it to you. Because I, I don't get it. I'm sure. I will. Because yeah. I don't know enough about it to get it. So mm-hmm. I will find out right after this from Dougie Sprinthal, Saint Sprinthal. Speaking for all Christians. Yeah. Speaking yeah. for all Mont Christians. Senior. After Mont these senior. exciting announcements from our sponsors. <laughs> Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home. List it on the MLS and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. 
Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Continuum Weight and Well-Being. Continuum is here, it's new, and they're doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. There are no pills or surgeries. They specialize in customizing meal plans for you using all whole, nutritious foods. They don't just focus on weight loss. They are upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Go to their website, ContinuumWeightWellbeing.com, or call or text them at 952 952- Four nine one six five two seven. That's Continuum, C-O-N-T-I-N-U-U-M, ContinuumWeightWellbeing.com. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing, life beyond weight loss mode. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. What the hell was that? I said drum, and then he, I was going to say drum solo, and then Andy turned on my mic when I was saying solo. And then it made me yawn. It sounded like a yawn. Great. I thought she was yawning. Thank I you. know. Thank you so much. That's magnificent news. Okay, I'm going to ask a question, and then Doug's going to answer my question. So, and again, I want to be very clear with people. I am not a religious person. I am not an anti-religious person. I'm just accepted for what it is, and whatever comes of it, I will accept, right? i got no problem with that. So we have all these different religions, and it seems now in America uh, that Judaism's fine, that Islam is fine, but Christianity is not fine. What, what is that all about? Well, I think people look at uh, Christianity or Christians in America as being one monolithic group. And they're in favor of uh, the elimination of Roe v. Wade and all these really strong conservative issues. And what I've noticed is that there's a very liberal wing of the Christian faith in the U.S., incredibly liberal. I mean, Episcopal Church had the first gay um, bishop back in like the 1980s. Uh, Gene Robinson, I think his name was. They have lesbians for priests, all kinds of stuff. But for some reason, the liberal Christians in in America remain pretty quiet. Mm -hmm. I mean, so the conservative right has sort of collected all the conservative Christians and said, well, this is, you know, it's a banner. And if you don't agree with them, it means you don't believe believe in God. You're a, you know, a heathen. And for some reason, the the liberals are are just being quiet. And I don't understand why that is, because liberals are... Generally, not spoken quiet. generally. No. Yeah. But, but you but you have have one section which has uh, and I think it's a Catholic church who has this whole idea about abortion and thing is really not cool. Mm-hmm. Yet everything else is liberal. I mean it's everything true. not paranoid liberal, but everything else is a liberal kind of idea. Mm-hmm. So Well Jesus was a liberal. Yeah. I pretty much. Say. No, Probably. he wasn't. He really? 
So the whole last will be first and the first will be last. There you go. Fist of cups now. So let's not not argue about politics, but also religion at the same time. Oh, it's ass. I got to go anywhere but here. (laughs) But Doug just pointed out that it is about politics. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's the conservative Christians they don't like. So it, it's all, once well, it's, again, it's all about politics. It's the politicizing Jesus. of religious beliefs. Yes. How is it? I'd say. Why can't because they believe what they want to believe? Well, you can. we didn't even give the Muslims a rest. They we got, did. They in got America? pounded pretty hard for a while. Yeah. yeah. In America? Yeah. Yeah, but what about the genocide? What about, about the Buddhist genocide in Myanmar? Yeah, are we going to give them? When do they get? Let me uh, like take a little. We're talking about America. Yeah, oh, we don't <laughs> care what happens across the ocean. Not no, we, don't care. We, don't, we don't care. Cornville. Foreignville. Oh, I thought you said Cornville. Cornville. Oh, what? Nothing happens. Cornville is a real place. Yes, yes, it is. We've been there. The don't we? Don't we have to stop hiding what this is really all about? Because it's really all about politics, and therefore it's all about money. Well, the it, the whole thing's about money again. Yeah, I don't think that's a big secret. But, no. it's just, but why is religion about money? It just should everything's not. About everything's money. Because everything's about money. That's exactly the Because answer. everything's about power. And everything's politicized well, until it's about money. The Catholic Church didn't do a real good Bang. job uh, making people believe that churches are good things. Yeah, the indulgences weren't, uh, weren't great. No, there's no question about that. But, but it's all Christians. It's not just Catholic Christians. I know, but it kind of like like we were saying, it kind of ta- everything takes a hit when somebody does something that egregious and That's tries to bury true. it. I think it does. Look at China. China has slavery; it executes people. Yet we cannot wait to do business with them. Well, I, like Doug said, we're talking Honey. about America here. Yeah, yeah not, not <laughs> foreign. Yeah, because yeah, uh, we don't have. Bill. I don't have. None of us. None of our opinions. None of our. Our ideas have anything to do with what China's going to do. China's going to do what China's going to do. They're going to take over America. Right. Well, that's what maybe going that's to what do. they want to do. I don't know. But yeah. like I said, we can't do anything about Chinese leadership or anything. And I, and I recently talked to someone who was at Tiananmen Square. Oh, really? Really? Whoa. Did he say, nothing happened? Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. do not question oh, me anymore. Man. Please run that guy over with I a would, tank. What are you talking about? I, I, I just, I, I, woo. He had, it was a rough conversation, we, and he opened yeah. my eyes. We do not want to keep up this buddyship we have with some of these psychopaths in Russia and China and places like that. Because they do, well, China's now the richest country on earth, is it not? I don't, I they, they think very the U.S. economy is still bigger. It's not going to be long. It's not going to be long, yeah. If they haven't already. It's, it's, I'm telling you, you better keep an eye on maybe supporting one another. And that's why America is falling apart, because we will not cooperate with one another. We just won't do it. There are two completely separate Americas, and they will not get along. And it's both sides' fault. Yeah. There's no question. Uh, unless we figure out how to get this thing back together and we can all work together as Americans, and America doesn't suck like they like to claim, we got major problems. Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know why people want to be, oh, this country's horrible. Well, about what? Why? How are they horrible? Right? There you go. How is it horrible? They can never explain that. They make a bunch of crap up about this, that, and the other thing. I mean, other than, I, of course, they're not good things. There's no doubt about that. But I just never understood in America why all other faiths are just fine, even faiths that will kill you if you're not believing in their faith. They're fine. 
but Christianity's not. Well, no. According to the bar graph that I saw on Instagram. Bar graph on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> now we're talking. Women have less rights here than they do in sub-Saharan Africa. See, I saw that in a pie chart form. Oh, okay. And I, I, I made it. Line graph, anyone? Line graph? When they roll out the Venn diagram, yeah. then you've got something to really yeah. 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 They, they, they need to overlap that diagram right. with the uh, genital mutilation. You know, they, they don't want to do that. Yeah, you they know, don't want to do that. still going on. In America, oh, don't get me started on that. Yeah, bad, rough mm-hmm. stuff. Isn't that amazing that it just that oh, that whole situation? Oh, they're fine. No, they're not. No. One culture. of my favorite examples of one of those uh, social media like I, I hate the word misinformation because it's so abused, but it is misinformation in this case. Was when COVID was at its peak. Oh God, uh, yes. Well, yeah, there's 8 million of those, but there's one in particular uh, that was a, it was America and Canada, and America was just covered in all these red dots, and each red dot represented, you know, X amount of COVID deaths. And in Canada, there was just one red dot per province in the middle of the province. And people were like, look at how the red dots just stop at the border to Canada. (laughs) So if you think about it, there's red dots everywhere in America, but one per province in Canada. Why do you think that might be? Could it be because they're reporting by province, not by city? (laughs) But they were literally, there was like a, it was literally like a a line between the two countries. And people were like, Canada must be controlling it so much better than us. Look at that line. It just stops as soon as you get into Canada. (laughs) That's what happens when you have stupid stupid, people reading things. That is how stupid people are. And then people just see that and they're like, oh my God. And they don't think about, is this accurate or true, or why would this yeah. not make it's any like sense? It's like Steve Martin and, and the jerk. They're shooting at the cans. The cans are faulty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is just, why Why have we gotten, and Doc, maybe you're the one to answer this, why have we gotten into a situation where people think what they think? I mean, it's just mean as hell, viciously mean. No, but it's, it's because, you know, the, this, uh, this idea of hatred and hatred of politicians and hatred of the opposite side, you know, may have started with John F. Kennedy. Might have. Yeah. When, he did because, make it so it was, like, fashionable to be mm-hmm. on one side yeah, or because, another. because yeah. he was Catholic. Yep. And there was, a time, there was a time in America where it was awfully bigoted. Oh, they didn't like Catholics. And at all. if you weren't a Catholic, you know, though, there was a kind of a, a bit of a hatred. And I, I may have heard that at home when I was a, when yeah, I was a kid. Me too. And that's when it kind of started. So we hated him. And then we hated Nixon because he was a bad guy. We hated him. He was not a the, crook, though. The, we have, <laughs> <laughs> not a I crook. Know that. You know, but he on and on. So these elections right. have been based on hatred. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you have this, right. then that's yep. a divisive kind of a thing. It's not like coming together to try to find someone who's going to do the best. It's like, I'm going to vote for this guy because I hate the other guy. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's always lesser of two evils. Well, yeah. we're doing it again. Yeah. They're already talking to Biden. Now, do not run again. We, we can't have you running. Trump will win if you run. It's like, what? Oh, man. Oh, there, oh, there was a guy. poll that said that if Kamala went up against DeSantis, she would win by something like Sixty no, percent. She's the most hated That's person ridiculous. in America. Ridiculous. Yeah, people do not like her. Oh, let's roll out one of these. Let's roll out one of these uh, women or sort of middle of the road. I know. Pick thing, someone you know, who's leaders, not. You know, why can't we find some? And someone who maybe isn't eighty years old. Yeah. Not oh, that I'm age shaming, but you know, I wonder who you're all describing. Oh, who are we? Plymouth, describing? Minnesota. Amy Klobuchar. She's not eighty. She's middle of the road. She's, She's not eighty. Yeah. That's all you need. Really. She's not eighty. She's middle no. of the road. <clears throat> 
How I think she was. I think she was. She's got seventy five percent approval in Minnesota every election. I mean, she's yeah, just but Minnesota every is... other Democrat. Well, yeah, seventy five percent. They don't. They don't. Oh, heck no. I thought for sure they did. Waltz didn't win by seventy five percent. No. Klobuchar is sixty two. She's 62 yeah. years old. Yeah, let's get somebody who is vibrant See, and thought, young. I agreed with you. I, I thought she Me. was, but yeah. I don't know if she is Just anymore. A vibrant, young person with this can compromise rather than someone who's... Divi- I mean, just... No. That's all I'm asking. Let's move away compromise. from... Move, move away. Man, woman, gay, straight, whatever. As long as they're, you know, vibrant, have reasonable thoughts, want to bring people together, let's go. See, I think we should go the unknown comic route. Yeah. <laughs> they wear paper bags with question oh, marks on them. Oh, we don't yeah. know who they are. Like the masked singer? Exactly, yeah. The, the masked, masked singer, but for, yeah, the president. <laughs> exactly. That's right. And because they, they warp their voices, yep. so you yeah. can't exactly. tell if they're male or female. Mm-hmm. You they can't wear something that's, not, that's completely like a bag. Yes. You can't yes. tell what you can't sex tell any, Or they all have to be dressed up like a different animal. Yeah, exactly. And then they show we have, yeah, the, the Republicans just have... elected Andy Dick for president. <laughs> Whoa! God. Would, yeah. Talking about Andy Dick. Well, I don't think his he policies would really go over well no, with I most people, though. Just Probably constantly not. sexually harassing people and yeah. getting away with it. Oh, my God. The I amount know, of times he's true. been accused of sexual harassment or sexual assault, and he's never been charged. It's nuts. Is he a booze hound? Yo, yeah, he is. I think so, yeah. He's a drinking drug Oh, problems. he's a major drug addict. Well, yeah. he, isn't he the one who ended up uh, basically killing, killing uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Phil Hartman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, really? He provided, the, drug. he provided the drugs to his ex-girlfriend, yeah. and that's she went crazy on the drugs and killed wife. Phil. Mm-hmm. His wife, yeah. whatever yeah. she was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's yeah, why and he then got he, in that uh, big fight with, what's his face? John Lovitz. Yes. He made fun of John Lovitz because Phil Hartman was murdered. Yeah, he's not a good person. No, what? Yeah, no. he really was on Dancing with the person. Stars, and I was like, oh, I okay, forgot I about Andy Dick. Probably shouldn't have picked. Him. <laughs> Don't pick Andy Dick. Way to go! <laughs> well, I'm just saying, when Andy Dick runs in 2024, vote for him. We called it. As long as he's drunk, you can vote for him because no. he's drunk. Easy to campaign right. against him. No Dick in 24. <laughs> I like hey. it. It's her turn. Her being anyone but him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, last comments. Anybody? Anybody got? So I still want to know. Are we ever going to get past hating one another, or is it just part of the deal? Is it always going to be like this? I don't this? think we can solve that here and now, Dad. No, I'm just asking a question. I'm afraid. I, I I think I know what it takes. We need a a more centrist leader, but more importantly, we need a massive crisis. I mean, that's We've the only time several. America really pulls together. <laughs> We're in several. <laughs> No, I'm not talking about inflation. I'm talking about World, World War Trade Center. Pandemics. You know, World War II, something massive. It is and true. We well, that's what we all thought well. Joe Biden was going to do. He was going to be, you know, the nice grandpa, the but middle of the road guy. Yeah, there was nothing pandemic. to rally behind. The pandemic was a huge crisis. Yeah, I mean, got George that, W. Bush that, was probably this. was waning by the time Biden took office, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're starting to travel again. The economy had opened back up. It wasn't yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. But it was wasn't as bad as the spring of 20. But he may lead, he may, his policies, foreign policies may lead to something. A lot of, a lot of stuff's going on over, going on over there in Europe again. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. They just can't get along, can they? See, this is why I'm just going to make a commune. You're going to move to Portugal? we our own rules. <laughs> Where's it going to be? A foreign my bill backyard. somewhere? <laughs> my backyard. <laughs> We're going to take over the park. Yeah. All right. That is going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.